Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We're finally getting a chance to sit down with our good friend, Mark Fadula. We haven't seen him in a long time, so we're going to get a chance to actually sit down, talk some jiu-jitsu, talk some boxing, talk a whole bunch of different topics that are happening throughout the world. Before we get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. If you like all our guest episodes, our awesome technique videos that are coming out, and so much more, make sure you like and subscribe, and don't forget to share. We want to build that community up as much as we can. We're also sponsored by Spirit Leaf Waterdown, located at 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. If you're looking for Canada's top cannabis brand, look no further than Spirit Leaf Waterdown, and Alex and his crew are going to help you out with all the THC and CBD products that you need. Just remember to like our Instagram plus their Instagram, and you're going to get a discount every time you shop there. So remember, that's 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you on the mat, and don't forget to subscribe. No, I have some strict laws going on right now. Yeah. No, it's like another level. Like people, people complain about Canada, and people have been complaining about Ontario. (laughs) Is that's one level? Like, don't get me wrong. I don't agree with everything that's happened either. But like, that's like one level of like shutdown. Like Australia, New Zealand. That's a whole other fucking level. Uh, you're doing some lockdown watch your shit kind of stuff that's going on there it's weird i have a friend from i have a friend who uh whose mom has a gym in melbourne frontline bjj australia i've been seeing on instagram they just stayed open i don't know if if it's just by (laughs) province or fuck man jujitsu people don't give a shit about covid i love it (laughs) <laughs> melbourne's been shut no i think melbourne's been shut down off and on for a while yeah. like they've been having uh, like rotating so they've probably just been low-key like we're, we're gonna train <laughs> that's nutty that's yeah nutty. i think i think a lot of clubs especially like overseas especially like in new zealand australia like guys are still training to some extent but they've been just keeping it lower key not posting stuff on social media. Obviously, the professionals are still working and doing what they need to do. But before we get even started, like, welcome back to the show. We have Canada's very own version of Craig Jones. It's the second place medalist blue belt. That's all he can get to. Mark Fadula joining us today on the Choking Hazard podcast. And you know what? Mark Fadula does not like gold medals he is a second place mark, shooter mark always finishes like second just like in life <laughs> yeah always second place second. all the time you will always finish hey. second hey get junior your mind white out belt. of the gutter aaron get your hey. mind out of the gutter junior white belt ontario champ adult blue belt lightweight different story different story but hey man thanks for having me guys appreciate it let's shoot the shit so yeah shoot, man shoot the shit so first, first question, I, I want to know, why did you leave me? You were my first student. You I was. Dirty crayons, you traitor motherfucker. 2016, I remember that. 2016 at Lifetime. Fuck, man. It was me, no, you. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, we're going to have to edit that out right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you, we don't talk about them. We don't talk about we don't them. Ta- we don't talk about them. We're going to edit that out. We're just going to leave what we just uh, in there so people don't know. But we're, it, it's, sorry, the, the gym that we do not speak of. Go on. Yeah, the gym you do not speak of. Um, yeah, shit, man. Fucking my jitsu career is by that man right here, the bearded, not ginger bearded guy with the, <laughs> yeah, did, the choking hazard shit. hat. Man, that's a little racist. <laughs> what did you say? A little ginger beard guy? The non-ginger bearded guy, Mike Briars. 
that guy. Yeah, man. Dude, I remember starting jiu-jitsu with you. I was like, shit, this is fucking sick. And then the hiatus for a bit, and then went over to submissions BJJ, body of four. Who, who recommended you go there, by the way? I just want to say. You <laughs> and my boxing coach at the time, Vinny Calio. Yeah, so, I was just like, hey, like maybe you should go check out this because you live in Milton. And I was like, hey, why don't yeah. you... If- like borderline Milton, Misaga. Yeah, because yeah. the the issue was at the time is like we had I had a program pre pre what were me and Aaron rebooted and was taking off and it was having you know great success with until COVID shut it down. But at the time it was like revamping like a slow burn Nogi program, getting things going, and then lifetime or no, 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 no I can't say the name. Uh, it, it's it up. Jim, that we do not speak of, decided. We just bleep that out every time we say that, Jim. We just boop, you know, bleep, bleep. it out. <laughs> yeah, why not? So beep decided an upper management to rip out the the mats and uh, went from having a an old uh, hey let's let's have a jiu-jitsu program to nothing. And then I remember you messaging me one day, like crying, like oh my god. I want to keep training. I'm having so much fun. What do I do? And I'm like, well, where do you live? Like, maybe we'll find a program and uh, get yourself get yourself set up there. And away, away you go. I think. Yeah, I think you were talking about five years ago. I was like, yeah, it was twenty sixteen. End of maybe 2016 to maybe beginning of 2017, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, shit, damn. The rest so, you, so you got your start, and then you you left me. You you stabbed <laughs> me in the back. <laughs> I left, show up from time to time. No, you should. <laughs> no, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm happy you just kept training because I know I knew like I could see like you were enjoying it, and you're like, okay, like I want to keep going. This is something I want to pursue. Hey, jujitsu is addicting, man. Jujitsu is very addicting. It's like a it's a drug that just keeps giving. I, mean, I was I was your first drug dealer, Mark. <laughs> first first jujitsu drug dealer. Nice, nice, nice indeed. But yeah, man. How's training been with you guys so far? Busy? Oh, we're trying to get as much training in as possible, obviously, yeah. with the the way the, the world is, kind of where the pandemic's been obviously treating everybody. But I mean, like, it's pretty much kind of back to normal. I mean, yeah. to most extent. I think most clubs have kind of like, obviously, like, dealt with all the situations that they've come through, you know, yeah. been able to kind of keep community going and like as we were kind of like talking previously like a lot of people have kind of either shifted clubs or moved to different teams and you know teams have changed different names we've known a couple people have changed different affiliations so i think it's been a good transition especially like in ontario and on especially canada but i think we're going to see a lot more kind of change as the months progress especially as we start to hit into the winter winter because that's going to be an exciting time like we just got through the first couple of tournaments that are coming up down the line we had mm-hmm. the ontario open just go through obviously the ajp is a sorry the abu dhabi yeah, tour AJ, uh, yeah yep. that's coming up in, at the end of the month so that's going to be exciting to see and then we're just going to start to see a lot more hopefully transitions into different tournaments and i think we want to also get into like maybe some more like pro shows right like i think that's the key thing that it's going to be like as we've talked about on the podcast many times is like getting these types of you know events going on where it's more of a pro like the quintet, card. right the yeah parabellum. like a quintet yeah. like a parabellum or 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 whatever right like if we can start to see these types of 
matches, then there's going to be a lot more interest, right? But we're going to yeah. have, it's going to have to get smart. How do we do it? How do we build off of it? And then I mean, how do you listen, Panda is blowing up though. Like pre-pandemic, I had a lot of, but like you guys know, like the buddies I brought in who were like interested in training BJJ and they, they got into it. Pandemic kind of happened. So they're like slowly getting back into it eventually. But um, there's still like, like some of them are still very like skeptical about like, or like wary about, you know, getting COVID and whatnot in jujitsu because like, you can't really socially distance jujitsu, right? Or wear a mask in jujitsu. It's like some of them are still a little wary, but and they got to kind of got to move on and, you know, life goes as usual sometimes, you know what I mean? So rel- play it relatively safe. You know, if, if you like, it's like pre-pandemic, if, if you have a cold, don't go to jiu-jitsu. You know, if you have a cough, don't go to jiu-jitsu. If you have ringworm, don't go to jiu-jitsu, right? You don't yeah, want to be that guy like Mark, you'd be banned for life from jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he would, <laughs> he would fucking kill me if I bring him ringworm one time. I remember. Or herpes. Uh, oh, yeah. This one time, Ontario Open 2019 Nogi, I was training and then. I had something like not I was it wasn't ringworm it was a I figured out it was an it was an infected um what's it called cuticle and that shit fucking blew up I was like fuck this is bad I don't know if it like if, it, if I pop it'll turn something or whatever I just wrapped it the shit up and after training I ra- unwrapped it and people's like what the fuck is that I'm like oh shit my bad it's <laughs> it's nothing like I swear to God it it wasn't I was like but yeah it's not ringworm my doctor said it was uh uh cut that got infected as a music motherfucker you better not bring fucking ringworm wow. <laughs> you know what it's like don't be bringing your herpes into my school yeah i can't bring herpes man like shit that, that, that would be, that would have sucked but yeah man yeah you, you gotta you gotta be fucking hygiene is important in jiu-jitsu man like it is the mo- one of the most important things in jiu-jitsu fucking but don't you don't you miss the days of like herpes and like staph infections were like the only oh. things we were really worried about in the club oh, and now yes. obviously yeah. there's so many different things now and like yeah. this whole pandemic has like trained people differently to think about i mean germs fucking sanitization staph infection and covid are like on the same fucking level staph infection can kill you man like that shit is well, like, and that's the thing if it's unattended yeah. like I remember getting ringworm a bunch of times just because yeah. of like, you know, it's it happens, right? When you're training. Because yeah. Aaron, Aaron doesn't bathe. That's why. Oh, I <laughs> bathe all the time, right? But Aaron like, doesn't like to bathe. Where's that gym in, in New York? Where, is it like Marcellos? No, it's Henzo's. No, it's Henzo's. It's Henzo's. Henzo's because right? Henzo's is, is Henzo's in the basement. No, no, oh, no, no. You're no. talking, um, you're talking unity. Unity. the old, the old unity. unity. Oh, Everybody's like jumping in the shower between rounds yeah. and they're like scrubbing themselves down. Yeah, I literally see the Meow Brothers just drenched in fucking water. I'm just I'm like, what the fuck? That is nuts. Like, like, let me ask you this: like, if you were to see that, what, what would you what would you say? What, what do you do? You just kind of like go like, eh, I don't know if I want to train with you guys right now, or like, just cool, like man. yeah, just keep going. This, this is Dude. this is pre-pandemic too so yeah. like pre like pre-pandemic man it's, it's still kind of gross man like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now now they're doing drenched hand sanitizer and everything oh fuck man that would be oh disgusting but then i mean hey man whatever floats the goat and whatever they're, whatever they're into at unity they can do what they want right this is america yeah <laughs> this is america in America, they do what they need. <laughs> group showers. 
jujitsu in the states is where like it is that that's supposed to be right now kind of like every well, like, tournaments are back to normal and like yeah like well the mecca the mecca is turning into austin texas it used to be like san diego yeah. california like all up around there, there where you had we're, then our death squad's moving there right well yep. not the death squad anymore it's Just new wave jujitsu sir new wave new wave jujitsu and then you got the b team which mark, which mark is you know like adequately probably signed up ready to go for the b yep. team i'm the b great jones b team i love it yeah. silver medals yeah. that's it it's all you're allowed to bring home there yeah mark well, always finishes second uh so you know and they podium it's podium every time i get i get to the finals like i'm fucking winning i'm gonna fucking win and then silver i'm like shit i'm like that sucks and the next three days of depression i'm like all right fuck you get back to jiu-jitsu and then hop back in training but like the last one, GTA Classic, was fun though. That was a good one. Like, again, the cobwebs out, and like, it was. It, I had like twenty-two dudes in my bracket. It was fucking fun. It was competitive, and I fought this. That's dude. a recent. It's a recent GTA Classic, right? The yeah, one the recent one. The one like last month. They give me kind of, give me kind of your rundown. So, like, you you've done a lot of tournaments like pre-pandemic, and now this is the first tournament back in over like almost a year and a half. So it's been like close to like twenty months without a yeah. jiu-jitsu tournament. And I think the last major jiu-jitsu tournament, funny enough, I think last year, 2020 in, in Toronto or like in the, in the region there was like the AJP, which is, you know, actually yeah. coming up soon. So that's actually kind of coming full circle. And it was like the last major tournament I think me and Aaron attended. So like kind of what was your breakdown of the Ontario open slash GTA classic your experience there and run, it was run amazingly like it was who runs it again Mataleo, right the guys from gringos so uh gringos running the ontario open portion and then tony isaacs is running the gta classic portion yeah. the geek side of things literally i felt like back to normal besides like you know gassing out within the first round i was like fuck <laughs> damn it was rough but yeah literally like the organization of it fucking nuts man like Everything was on time. Everything was on point. The only thing that was probably different, not different, but um, like it, in the warm-up area, the bullpen, like everyone's kind of like socially distanced, right? But like that's probably like the only difference, right? But like everything else was spot on. Even the mat, like the mat, mat like area was kind of weird. It was like instead of like all the mats together, it was all like, like jagged, like, you know what I mean? Like it was a big oh like, yeah because they kind of spaced it out right so yeah it's kinda and like coaches in, this big in the middle L. okay yeah the coaches in the middle like that was cool i mean like like it was all right like i kind of like when like spectators are like close in the action though that that's like like the fun part of it you know what i mean yeah you're getting a different feel right yeah. like it's more of a quiet feel compared to like a lot of people yeah, yeah. and i mean like nothing like that's like i know if like uh tony isaacs and like uh, gringo and fernando but if they want to put it back to home they would but right fucking the what mark and public health and all those stuff like all those dudes are like one spectator per athlete and then spectators on one side right but I, all in all it was perfect it was i mean besides coming second place but uh <laughs> that's that's a perfect okay. course for you though unfortunately yeah. i know fuck 
Well, well, like um, Mark and I were discussing earlier, so we, well, this is there's a conspiracy theory that there's oh, there a oh, certain, here we go. There's a certain team, you know, like that because the OJA is a, you know, they just lean towards a certain way depending on refs' decisions, right? I don't can't confirm or deny that. I don't know, but that's what I've heard. Conspiracy theory, okay. That's the conspiracy theory that they lean towards certain opponents depending what, on what's next, system. Aaron. You're going to tell me you have an immune system? Like what is? What is? We need some empirical right. evidence, Aaron. We need some empirical evidence. That's all I mean, I've heard. I mean, yeah. Oh, rumors, hearsay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so tell me about this conspiracy theory about how uh, things are, are being leaned in a, a direction. That. That's all I heard. It's just they, they're leaning towards mm. certain teams. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. confirm or oh, deny which it. teams they were. I'm just saying. Politics exists everywhere. They exist in work, uh, sports, jujitsu, right? Like so, it is what it is. I I don't have a uh, professional opinion on that, but have you have you experienced like this is something I've talked about with Aaron a lot. Like, have you experienced like jujitsu politics yet? Like in your upcoming uh, career? Because like for example like working with me i was like hey like unfortunately we don't have a program here right now you you need to find somewhere to train and i think i was pretty open with it like go fucking find somewhere to train for the love of god keep keep going but uh like have you experienced like politics or anything like that or like stories of that or things that have happened things that you're just like uh that's kind of not uh what i was expecting when i was getting into this uh i'd say that like that I mean, that's every sport, the territorial thing, like the, lo- like the loyalty of it. Like, you got to be real, like, like I, loyalty is a big part of this game because you're training and you're, you're, you're literally fighting alongside, like, your brothers and sisters from your gym, right? So, like, a loyalty t- standpoint, like, that's a really big part of jiu-jitsu. Probably that's the, like, the biggest political factor within jiu-jitsu, like, the loyalty aspect, like, dudes training. They go to one gym, they train at another gym, they just, dabble around but hey, to each their own right like for me like I, f- I think i found my home at body of four and submissions and like like those those dudes help me where i'm at right now you guys also help me where i'm at right now like like cross i think cross training like is different from just hopping around from different gyms right because cross training is important like i cross train with you guys and i'd pop in from every now and like then at uh used to pop in every now and then at uh at thomas place and Fucking, I also go over to like forged uh, martial arts or Taza's professor Martin. Oh, I can't even pronounce the last name. Uh, you remember Taza, uh, blue belt referee guy? Yeah, no, he, referee guy. he was at like a uh, battle yeah. arts before, and, and he opened. He apparently, apparently, that's his gym now, but he opened up a new gym and got a black belt to you know coach. And I'd cross chain like every now and then. During the pandemic, I'd go there quite often because they didn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, I, that I think of. Mark, Mark was like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. I'm good. I'm 21. I got an immune system that works. I'm going to I have an immune system. Dude, there's this one dude giving, me the COVID va- giving some dude the COVID vaccine behind like the, the gym. I was like, sick, man. Fuck. <laughs> I, get that man. I think no I've one. seen that. I think I've seen that in the Aaron at the gym that we do not speak of. I saw just a whole bunch of people getting vaccinated in the change room. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, at least they're being safe about it. Hey, they're being safe. Because yeah. I know that gym they're doing the vaccine passport, right? So apparently all the dudes were, you know, ju- 
juicing up the vaccine back there. So <laughs> nice ball, right? Fuck. But yeah. You gotta be safe. You gotta be safe, especially in this environment, right? Honestly. And mask you can only go so far. You gotta you gotta get the juice on. You gotta but, get the juice on. Yeah. There's actually another jet. So for because lifetime was closed down, right? The, Beep. Or, <laughs> man this is i gotta edit this you're making a lot of work for you, me. you gotta beep that out all right Aaron. you gotta beep that part out but that gym so that gym was cool like my weightlifting gym was closed during the pandemic and like pete's got like some good shit at his gym but it's just like a squat rack a couple dumbbells and stuff which is cool like it works but, like yeah like you know a little more i went to another gym in i don't know if i should say it should i say it so don't say don't say the yeah. name. Just just say where you went. Like what city did you go to? Oh, that's Ridgeway area. Oh, I think okay. I know. I think it's. I know uh, which place, but yeah, don't say the name. A fitness gym, we'll say. Yeah, that yeah. like if you look up to the upper areas in the clouds, <laughs> that that may be the name of it. But go on. Everyone, yeah. Is so between the lines. My buddy brought me there, and my buddy's uh, uh he's into bodybuilding and stuff. He's a, he's a jack dude. And I went to this gym like, holy fuck, man. Dude, I know, like, dude, I don't know how that's practical. If you're in a fight, you can't even fucking, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, where, my God, damn. It's just muscle bound. You can't even, like, wipe yeah, it Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, if one heel hook, it's all it takes. One heel hook and pff, tear everything out. Like, oh, my God. Like, one, one little tweak of an arm bar and pff, it pops or like is, is that pops. is that what you think when you're like lifting with these big bodybuilders you're like oh yeah gosh, how can i end this guy's career can right I, now can I, kick this guy, <laughs> like, can I kick this guy's ass no. <laughs> so i started thinking about this because my buddy was saying hey do you think jujitsu will work on that guy and i'm like oh fuck yeah well fucking fucking imanari roll heel hook and <laughs> like and i was like thinking like would that really work maybe maybe not with me fuck no I'd fucking go for the MNR roll and get squished. But fucking Aaron and Mike, you guys do it. Little tweak. And then I think so. I mean, yeah, I, I've seen Aaron Eminari roll like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I hit it all the time. That's, so, like, that's do, do you really? So, here's my first question, Mark. So, yeah. when you look at like street fighting and adding jujitsu, is your go-to thing to like pull guard or like Fuck do an no. imminari roll? Pull guard, you're like, gonna get fucking killed. I swear so, to God. So, so like, Never. Never. let's say, obviously, hypothetical thinking, right? We're not, Never. we're not supporting violence out in the street or anything like that. Never. Hypothetically, though, if yeah. you were to get into a street fight, what would be the first tactic that you're gonna use? And why is it? And why is it a barambolo? Why is it a barambolo? Okay, so with the barambolo. You can, there's many avenues to get the back and to get the arms, arms in play as well. But words, words is your best friend. So, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, see that one? Yeah, Mark's man, Mark. Mark's wise. He's about to put anything yeah. on record. Yeah, words. And if you're with multiple assailants, find the biggest dude and dip. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what the, Beautiful George Mazarol said, find the biggest guy and then hit the mad 50 yard dash. But I don't know, with street fights, like you never know like who you're fighting with, right? You know what I mean? Like, like it's stupid, right? If you're in a street and you're gonna play jiu-jitsu, I mean if you're playing top jiu-jitsu, great, but if you're gonna fucking 
unless you're freaking mint with it, like Barambolo or MNI roll, fucking ouch, concrete is not soft on the back of the head. I mean, it, I mean, stand up, like stand up striking, like even so, if you get, I remember that one video you showed me, Gall. One dude got clipped and just whoop, and his head, boom, run the concrete. I'm like, ah. Yeah, no, that that that's a that's the scary thing about especially when yeah. you look at like anything in a street fight where yeah, it might be um simple, you know, perfect technique laid out, and then yeah. you you clip the guy and you knock him out, but then he smashes his head off the pavement, right? Like and then that's not in the gym, and then yeah. now it's assault, and now you could get a again, if he dies, it's a yeah. manslaughter, it's, it's a whole bunch of different things, right? Yeah. So not I think obviously it. we should leave the the fighting in general, like obviously in controlled areas or like in professional fights, for example. Awesome. But um, actually, one big fight that's coming up this weekend, even though it's a just podcast, is the fire. Uh, sorry, a Wilder versus Fury three. The trilogy Ooh. fight is coming Ooh. up. I'm really jacked up about it because I'm I'm I am on the Tyson Fury bandwagon. I've been All on right, that yeah. bandwagon for the like the last three fights especially for him, I still think he takes out Wilder again. As much as Wilder thinks he's been training as much, he's trying to get himself back in shape, he's trying to go after the title, he's rise for the Phoenix, whatever. Yeah. Tyson Fury is still going to dominate him. That's my yeah, I got a question for you, Gall. All right, do you, Tyson, the second fight, do you see sure. Fury's glove? A little, a little, uh, in, in, right in the, in the pocket in the seam? Sure. <laughs> You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but like, 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 <laughs> like brass knuckles, they call that the. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so like, what are you? What have you been hanging out with Wildler or what? No, like, no, no. I'm saying, like, do you think? Do you think it's going to happen? Okay, but like, or there's did no happen? way, there's no way he was able to shift his hands out of the gloves to I make know. it sound like that's just the way that after the fight kept going, the way the gloves were moving. Like, I don't, I, I don't have the answers. I wasn't there, but I mean, yeah. when your trainer watches them wrap, watches them put the gloves on signs off on everything, there's nothing else. So everything's washed. It's not like the old days where they would take the horse hair out of the padding or like, you know, like the Quoto and um, Margarita fight and all that kind of jazz where they would, the, the, uh, the paste was on the wrappings and then it turned into a cement block inside the glove. Like those days are done. Like that doesn't happen anymore. So there's, there's so much money on the line and there's so much regulation involved. They're not going to risk to have a faulty glove in the ring. So I yeah. like his whole theory is horseshit. Like I just think he just got beat plain and simple. And he's just trying to find any excuse that he can hold on to. Hey, he got that would make too. sense. He got gassed out bringing that like 500 pound, like metal. Yeah, fuck. That, that's a shitty practice. excuse as well. Shitty what the excuse. fuck did you bring to the ring? Yeah. Hey, Wilder had the, boxing, like he no, had weird. the wrong game plan. He had no game plan for what, Tyson Fury was going to do, and he backed him up. He put him on his heels. He put his weight on him. Like, he was drinking water at the weigh-ins to get himself heavier. Like, that's how smart this man is. Like, he – and, again, he's going to come in with another game plan that's going to – he's going to – I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to make a prediction, but he's he's going to be successful. I know that. I mean, I don't know. Some I'm dude big just boxing. got knocked the fuck out in the background. Look at yeah, that. I, I just saw that in the back. I just saw <laughs> guy get laid oh, out. Yeah, Alex Hernandez. 
dude, that dude's like my, I think he's my age. Let me check. But I'm pretty sure, like, there's some new guys in the UFC who are fucking young. Dude, like, you have to look at the crop of, like, individuals coming up in the UFC. And especially they've been training since, you know, probably, like, so much younger than, like, when you started jujitsu or even, like, when Mike and I. He's, like, 29. He was 29. 29. I still he's always oh, on, on his deathbed for Christ's sake. It's not his deathbed. <laughs> but, it's, all da- but, it's all downhill from here. Once he had 25, it's all over. But these young athletes, they're being trained so young in jujitsu, striking arts, and all that kind of st- everything else. They're just getting so much further ahead in the game nowadays, right? Where back then okay it was still trying everybody's trying to figure everything out you know they weren't mixing all the martial arts together like gsp was like that that first one to bring everything in as a professional athlete right oh gsp so, man greatest of all time now yeah. it's just it's a different animal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely it's even just looking at like jiu-jitsu like i think you're starting to see like now like the generation of a lot of guys and girls that have been training since they were like four, five, six years old, and they've just been. Yeah. And it's going to continue like, to progress as well. Like, like it's not. It's like I'm trying to think of some local dudes. There's that one dude from Yurjin, Mike. Uh, he's like, forgot his name, but he's like a green belt or orange belt. What's his name? Uh, Adam. No, nah. I know. I know. Adam is- blue belt. Blue belt juvenile. Yeah think so but yeah man dude like 16 years old fuck that's nuts man that's nuts and just imagine them in like what six seven years time when they hit like you know you know past like the uh growth spurt whatnot they pack up some muscle like that's gonna be dangerous freaking very dangerous but we've now replaced uh aaron gall with uh clark kent on uh on the past uh sorry no my eyes are burning how are you doing today, Clark? I'm good. No, my eyes are yeah. burning. I don't know what it is. It's just I'm either tired or just uh, the light in my eyes. I don't know. Whatever. So ignore me. It's just glasses. But but yeah, no, we're we're just talking like the evolution. I like like the Rotulos, for example. Like they've been kids. Like yeah. when I was trying to like you know breaking in. Like it seems like a century ago when I was doing jujitsu, and I, now I'm all washed up. But like back yeah. like 2013, 2014, like these kids were like yellow belts and they were like just young kids they were like probably 11 12 years old they're like 18 now, now right now they're like or, 18 and they're 18 tearing up the scene that whole team like that it mendo's bros are no they're no longer Edos, right they completely dished out right they're, no they're, they're, they're two, their own brand now yeah okay. they're their own brand they're two different affiliations but yeah, yeah ty, ty and Cade used to trade up there as well yeah now they're down at autos but you know, I think you're starting to see like the generation of like young kids. Yeah. Like, look at the top people that have been winning titles. It's been like you know, Ty won the 180, won the 185 title. Who's number one? Cade won the 155 title. Yeah, you got, like Nicky Ryan, who like just turned 20 as well. So he's gonna be young. He's gonna be around for like 80 cc. Like uh, so, like uh, Grace Gundrum is like Nicky Ryan's 20, only 20. He's only 20. Yeah. And Gordon Ryan's only 24, 25 right now. And he's 20. I think he may have just turned 25, but he's somewhere yeah. there, like 24, like, 25. He's not even 30 yet, yeah. right? So, like, when you look at all these young champions, there's still tons of growth. And obviously, the growth is just going to keep going further and further. 
you think they've reached their peak yet or they're about to reach no, their peak? They're like not at they're all. About to reach? I still think there's tons of reach. Mika yeah. Gavao is like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. He's only going to get better. Ty, Cade, they're only going to get better. Um, yeah. I think with jiu-jitsu, it's not like it's a long-term goal as well, right? Like you can, be, you can be a fucking dangerous motherfucker at 35, 38, 40. Like Cyborg. I don't know how old Cyborg is, but he's an old dude. Well, good old TRT and you know, replay. Yeah. Good old like he back he, vac- he vaccinates himself very frequently. We'll say <laughs> a lot of frequent vaccinations with that man. So how's it? Okay, I got a question. How's it work at, for example, IBGF World Black Belt? You win, don't you? Get, you get you don't get tested, right? Unless it's like you they're win testing the all the gold medalists. So when it comes to yeah. testing currently, gold medals okay. adult adult worlds they will test the black belt i think they'll randomly test some and then others you like basically if you win you're you'll get a you'll get tested but they're not testing any silver medalists right no so hey, that means you, you know what that means mark ah, there you go mark i'm gonna get the vaccine i get the vaccine ah. <laughs> shit that's yeah, crazy. no i mean like i think it like whenever you look at money when money's on the line and if they're gonna start yeah. paying guys that's where the drug testing is really going to come into play, depending on the tournament, obviously. And jiu-jitsu still is, is still just – it's not even mainstream yet, jiu-jitsu. It's like – because, you, you know, UFC MMA is just, like, touching mainstream, right? Once jiu-jitsu – I don't know when that will happen, but you'll just see a flood of people going to jiu-jitsu schools, right? Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert to say, but I think jiu-jitsu is, like, going to touch mainstream soon. But I, like, I still think it's relatively like niche, very niche sport. It still Especially, is. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as niche as it was maybe like 10 years ago, but it's definitely yeah. gaining a lot more popularity. And I think yeah. like you know, flow grappling does a very good job of yeah, you know, kind of t- you know, creating some events and creating some buzz and like like hey, like here are the stars of the sport and yeah. you know, tune in and watch them kind of thing. I think they do a very good job of that and like building hype for like well, yeah. those recent who's number one tournaments were were awesome. Hey, I give it to Gordon Ryan though. Although he's a very not a very controversial dude when it comes to like in the jiu-jitsu community, but he does talk his shit and he does bring hype into jiu-jitsu a bit. Like he does bring some entertainment aspect to it because like for it to really blow up and whatnot, whether you like it or not, there has to be some sort of entertainment aspect to it. Like in the UFC, you got like Conor McGregor, Patty, Patty the Batty fucking all these like George Mazel already like there it does get it does get butt to seats and it does get eyes to screens right it's, like it's, it's does, polarizing right it, yeah. it's it's going after the yeah. again it's the eyes the ears it's all about creating a an entertainment aspect to it and yeah. it's, it's interesting because I was having a conversation with uh one of my coaches over it because we we're talking about the weekend and you know, some of the matches were great when they were at high pace and you saw transitions happening and the, these matches that were lasting, even if it's a 10 minute match, you're getting good transitions. You're guy, people yeah. looking for submissions and going, but then when we got into some of the title fights or like the, the more advanced individuals, you know, there's that, that stalling aspect. There's that mm-hmm. waiting and they're not passing. They're not pursuing yeah. the next opportunity. And that's where like, exactly right because you have to like figure out this whole thing where you're going to get two competitors that will stall each where one has that stall out tactic 
And again, if we're talking about entertainment, right. And I'm trying to show my friends and be like, okay, Hey, this is the sport that I love. And it's two people. Scissor playing a match. 50, 50. And it's totally nothing this and what it's they like, want to see. Look, take a look at this. Don't you think this is so cool? And they're like, yeah, bro, this is awesome. It's like, <laughs> no, like, what the fuck is he looking at? Right. Like they don't understand yeah. it. So again, when we talked about like even like the quintet for example like that's entertainment yeah. value like there's a certain time frame they have to get that submission they have there has to be rules set in place that force the action to happen and that's why adc yeah. is a great rule set and same yeah. thing like quintet those types of things are going to drive it you they still have there's still those things you need to figure out but it's yeah. almost there and i give rory a lot of credit man for organizing the quintet man that was sick man you got a lot of body of four guys in there too. Like all, like a lot of guys from submissions and our HQ. Uh, it was freaking entertaining as fuck. Can't lie. Well, Polaris, I, I think was the first one to start it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Polaris then there was, was like, the first one. yeah. Polaris. And then there's a, there's a Casa. They haven't done anything. Kasai. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Kasai. Casa. Casa Casa de Jiu-Jitsu. Then there's like third coast grappling. You got the high fight wins. Oh, high rollers. <laughs> they had they had a cops versus stoners card. Yeah, quintet. Yeah, I saw that. Dude. <laughs> like, so Mark, would you Mark, would you be on both sides of that? Like, what would you yeah. uh I'd be on the cop side for sure? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I'm on no criminal. Oh, in the states, it's illegal. Here, it's recreational, but, uh, but I think they do it in California, so it's technically legal. Oh, true. Yeah, they didn't like. Uh, was it when the stocks went for cannabis? Which what stock was it? I remember you guys were talking about it. It just went through oh, the roof. It was like Sundial, Canopy Growth. All of them went crazy, yeah. and then they all tanked after. They all yeah. tanked after. Hey, it's like AMC, man. Holy shit! I okay, check this out. Ready? Were you I'm at off. GameStop? Did you buy GameStop? Uh, let me tell you. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, fuck GameStop. GameStop stupid. AMC is the way to go. I'm telling you. So I bought AMC at twelve fifty six. Ready for the deal. kicker? Ready for the kicker? Ready. Ready. Sold it fourteen oh one. Check this. Out. I was so freaking pissed. The next day, it reached sixty bucks. I was fucking pissed. I was like, I really could have paid. For half of my tuition, I really could have paid to my trip to out west. I was like, oh my god, I I could have paid for so many jiu-jitsu tournaments. Oh my god, I was so pissed. But yeah, hey, a lot dude. of people lost money. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people did. Hey, I'm not I'm not a stock expert, man. I don't know nothing about stocks. I don't know nothing about nothing. All I know, <laughs> the best I know meme I ever saw. Nothing. It was a guy had a video and it was like he had his uh, I guess his GameStop uh, stock and whatever and then he could see it dropping like as fast as it was like it was just like <laughs> every second he's just losing money and showing how much money he's losing and he just starts screaming ah 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 <laughs> he's just like trying to sell everything all at the same time oh, man dude people I know some friends who put a shit ton of money and it, they. Some of them got out at the right time. Some of them got out a little too late. But I was like, what, there's one of my buddies. Really late. Yeah, one <laughs> of my buddies got out really late. late. And I'm like, dude, you just lost fucking 50% of your savings. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, fuck. 
He's like, how are you going to pay for school? I was like, fucking semester off. I'm like, oh, shit. Semester off. Yeah. <laughs> all because of times are hard. Games. Times are hard. Times are tough. Gambling. Right here, it's all about gambling and meme stocks. That's what it's about. That's what I, <laughs> I mean, I would never do anything like that. <laughs> for legal purposes, this is a joke. But yeah, but cryptocurrency. We are not, we are not, uh, do not take advisors, do not take financial advice from us, especially from Aaron. (laughs) Not the guy, you don't trust gingers out here, don't you? Don't, don't don't trust, don't trust them. Nope, except Aaron. I trust Aaron sometimes. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, and sometimes when we roll though, you hit me in the nuts, and I'm like, fuck, that kind of hurt my fault. Get your shit out of my way. So, so one, of the, one of the final topics I want to cover is yeah. like every time I feel like you two roll, somebody either gets crippled or no, not someone. Aaron, it's me Aaron, who gets crippled. Or Aaron like <laughs> spazzing toeholds you because he's he's tired of your no. shit. So like, yeah. is there a, lot, a rivalry going on between you two or what? what? Yeah, because I beat the shit out of Aaron and he gets pissed and it's like, fuck this knee bar, point. <laughs> One, I don't. I, okay, Aaron doesn't knee bar first. Of all. I don't knee bar for one, right? I, I toe hold, and I only do that purple belt and up. So you're still blue oh, belt, really? so blue I would belt never up? do that. Yeah. I, Aaron, I think I have footage of you toe holding me. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple footages. Doctor footage. <laughs> yeah. So it, I, whatever, I can't confirm or deny. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron with glasses doing it. <laughs> It is good. Hold on fun. a second. Let me find this footage. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's this the watchdog group. I'm telling you. I remember who was, I don't know who was filming it, but so I saw the camera. I was like, fuck, cartwheel. Boom. And you inverted it. Boom. Toll. I was like, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Cause you probably tried to do something stupid. And I was like, no, yeah. it's not happening. Flying triangle. Flying triangle. <laughs> yeah. Flying triangle, man. Hey, I think, I out. think what it is, Mark, is just because like, you know, your, your body of four, I'm former body of four. So I feel I have to defend myself, like my honor because yeah. I'm not body of four anymore, but really I always be body of four. So I'm here to just coach you as like a, like a surrogate father type thing. That's really what it is. Surrogate father. <laughs> father. If I, I think if I was ginger, I think, I think that would have, that would have worked out. But <laughs> well, yeah, man, dude, fucking rolling with you guys is fucking tough work, man. It's tough, but it's good though. Like you need tough rounds though. Well, I, I think it's like we talked about before, right? You have to have different looks training with a bunch of different people. Yeah. So you're, you're seeing different academies on how they roll because yeah. if you go to a place like Gringo's, you're going to get a different type of feel. If you go to a place like body of four, they train completely different. Right. Or if you're going to go yeah. train at like with us at Toma, we train differently. If we go to Danny's, they train differently. So yeah. you have to see these different types of looks so you can understand the game. You kind of, It's not about trying to steal secrets. It's just about growing the sport. Yeah. I think when we look at it, it's like and also advancing yourself as well too. You yeah, learn, exactly. Game. Like it should be I, that open concept, yeah. right? I understand if, okay, let's say Ontario Open or the Canadian Nationals is down the corner. You don't want other competitors coming into the school a week out or two weeks out or during competition classes, fine. I understand that, right? Yeah. And I, I respect that that owner's privacy to the business to, you know, to guard their secrets, whatever, right? I, I totally understand that. However, when it comes down to just the aspect of growing in Canada more and more, I think that's what we really need to do. We, if we do those things and open the, the shutters, I guess you should call it, or 
that like that's how the support's going to grow that's how you're going to get bigger in canada i think now after covid people are going to be a little bit more receptive to it i hope but from what i can hear there are still these little rivalries going on but oh, they'll not be mentioned there they'll, they'll be, be there forever but like yeah i mean half of it's like what personal too right like they just don't like the guy or don't like the owner of set place right so like there's like yeah blah 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 fuck it whatever but i mean like i did cross training's fucking sick dude just like i feel like sometimes i plateau and i'm like fuck i gotta train x place y and z right like i'd sometimes pop in at uh because at the police station we got um uh we got rolls and two and rolling with those guys are just fucking tough motherfuckers man and and it's good to see different like looks and places like it's like i feel like when i plateau I just go back to like my triangles, like fuck triangle, 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 fuck, this sucks. I'm, this fucking doesn't work. So then we go to like cross chain at different spots. You're like, okay, I'm going to work my top game now. I'm going to work my passing game. And not bad. I was like, okay, I can, right. you know, I can get out of this plateau, but you know, ah, the next one's fucking coming, whatever. I feel like it's, I feel like that's what you need sometimes. You need to, yeah. you need different looks. You need to train with sometimes with some different people to kind of see. Yeah how other people are reacting to your game. Cause if you're always training in the same spot. I think everybody's like, Oh, well, Mark's going to like do this and that. And yeah, you start, you start to know each other's. Yeah. Games. You know, people's yeah. games, right. You just learn yeah. different things. You know, habits, you know, where they're going to roll. You, you know what they're going to go to next. And it's about breaking habits. Yeah, man. That's why open mats, man. Open mats are the fucking best, man. You go to the other gyms and just roll. Fucking it's a lot of fun. Like, they're the weird. best when everybody's on the same page. Right, when yeah. everybody's on the same page to so just go and roll and have fun. Yeah, if it's, if it's awesome. tra- just training, just training. Yeah, if it's just training, right? It's not a fight, right? You're not you're not competing for the fucking Ontario Open golds, right? Like you're not going for a gold medal. You're just training or, or right? silver in your case, but you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, every time I'm gonna think like, well, I'm in the finals. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get that silver. Yeah, fuck. But so no. Mark, so Mark, Yo. what's uh? kind of like you know wrapping things up um what yeah. are what's what's your plans for the future do you want to go do you want to do like some bigger tournaments uh career-wise what are your plans like what what's in what's in your future like what what's going on with you the next year post-pandemic what are you what are your plans like jujitsu wise jujitsu wise even like personal wise like where, where do you want to go like in the next year or so i'll just like with jujitsu real quick um with jiu-jitsu, I want to like, start competing in the States. Like on a lot of guys from, from my gym have been heading over to the States and heading over to Abu Dhabi. I eventually want to do that. That that would be the fucking that's where I'm trying to go. Like pre-pandemic, that's where I was trying I was gonna compete at um what was it, Pan in March, right? Pan Ams. Yeah, so I was gonna compete at the Pan Ams on in March. And then so I felt like I was getting to that level. I was like, okay, I, I can start competing internationally. And then pandemic hit, I was like, fuck and then, yeah then that get, went out the window but i'm back in schedule and just compete locally get the feel of it now just the gta classic and do abu dhabi the 30th health permitting and then yeah and that's jujitsu and then life got one more year of university and then yeah hopefully uh get hired on by peel police i mean i'm an auxiliary right now at uh P- prp and just, we just finished up our auxiliary training, so that was fun. And we did a bit, we did a bit of jujitsu there. That was fun. It was like basic, but it was still something. Like you get to good. show them stuff. Technical stand up. There you go. <laughs> 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 a 
But did, I mean, did, I you, remember, did you pull out their lapel and then like wrap them up with it? Because that's real fight. Oh so, yeah, I, I went in, did lapel plata, got a lapel guard. Um, yeah, and I'll, and then did like a little uh, knife choke from there, and then nah, there you go. But, but um, yeah, that's where like ideally I want to get at. Um, I train with a lot of coppers too, so that's really good exposure. And just I don't know, like that, that didn't like that industry is something like really appealing to me, and. I think jujitsu and policing like interrelate at times, at times where you kind of don't wish it would interrelate, like in altercations and stuff, mm-hmm. where you actually have to go hands on. But it's good to have jujitsu on your duty belt because, like, I remember what Matt Stewart was saying on the podcast, like, what last year? Yeah. Saying, like, only like what, 5% of cops know jujitsu. But imagine if, like, what that gets, you know, that percentage grows over time, you know. I, I personally think you'd have, I mean, you're not going to completely rule out, you know, lethal force, but you're going to have died down more on the use of force because, you, you know, more comfortable going hands on and whatnot. But at the end of the day, each situation is unique in itself. So each situation is completely different, right? So, but I think, you know, cops, no jitsu would go a long way. I know some, I know some uh, counties and some, PDs in the states are making it like they're not mandating it, but they're like, they're like, hey guys, if you continue jiu-jitsu twice a week, blah blah blah, you can look good in a promotion, but not. So, yeah, that's that's yeah. where my life is at right now. And then, and yeah, jujitsu and school, and then hopefully policing. That's that's the goal. But awesome. Well, I know. I know it's going to be good, especially when you do eventually get hired on with Peel Police. I hope that's going to be a real good, obviously, thing for the community and obviously for yourself as well. So we're looking forward to your success in that for sure. Appreciate yeah, it. Hey, with the graduation, I'm going to invite you guys out. We can do some lapello platas, man. I, I like it. Right on stage, too. Real, <laughs> real fighting and real self defense, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. Some bone arrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, you get the lapel and boink. That's Legit. it. That's yeah, it. I'm you, man. The, the cop lapels, man, I'm telling you, they have, they have enough material to yank. So I'm telling you, jiu-jitsu works. You get, you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. It's Mark, it's been awesome talking to Canada's second-ranked blue belt who yep. only likes silver medals. We look forward to having you on the podcast yeah. and obviously seeing you in competition only for silver medals in the near future. All the best, especially with the new tournament, new tournaments coming down the road. And we definitely want to see you shortly soon. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, buddy. Nice to see you again. I appreciate it. Awesome. Hey, thanks, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you on the mat. I'm choking, choking, baby. Manscaped. Manscaped.